Hey guys, welcome back to the No Back Talk podcast. How is everyone doing? I hope everyone is well. Um, and how are you guys doing? Cindy, Rita? Pretty well. I'm good. How about you, Victoria? I'm okay. I'm good. I'm a little tired, but that's always me. <laughs> Same. Oh, yeah. I'm always tired. Like, I, to be, um, you know, just to give some context, we usually record these at night and so i'm i'm usually up by like 8 a.m or before and so when it hits you know eight o'clock is when i start to like derail and get really she, she hits she hits grandma mode. i do i really do like no <laughs> one can schedule anything with me like past seven o'clock like if you ask me to like go out and i'll be and like at seven or past seven i'm just like shocked i'm like what is wrong with you I got to get ready for the <laughs> for the next day. <laughs> like really though. Yeah. But I wanted to also mention that this past week, was it this past week? No, last week was International Women's Day. And this is kind of going into our topic um about kind of like the gender roles that we have in the Asian community since um again, it was International Women's Day and I thought we talk about you know of course our point of views of how we view the gender roles stereotypes um double standards that we grew up with um i i definitely want to <laughs> talk about that as well and talk about um how it's changed over the years because i feel that a lot of the gender roles are not as uh traditional or something like yeah, that yeah no mm-hmm. it's definitely come a long way that and i i would say that being in america definitely changed that too yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Even though like you may think it's not traditional now, it's it's still traditional oh, yeah. because of our um how would you how would you say it? Not their would you say yeah, our parents. They are our parents because they they are traditional from it. But um I feel like in the other side it is slightly Americanized, slightly lenient. I don't it's know. It's still there and like <laughs> in like yeah still there like just more i guess um subtly it's there there because though that it's something that we you know we know like oh like you know we shouldn't have to do certain things just because we're women and all that but we Mm -hmm. if and you guys can agree or disagree but i feel like even though i know this because we're taught we were taught this so young i kind of just give into it like I I don't realize you know that I I am kind of doing double standard kind of thing because mm-hmm. like for example like I I can do the dishes because you know that's like woman's work stuff I I if he if my boyfriend Daniel asked me to do the dishes or like I see it like I see the dishes like the sink full I'm like I have no problem mm-hmm. doing it but for some reason when mm-hmm. it comes to the trash like even if I will make it so full and I will and I'll see it full but I can't take it out because growing up my dad was the one always taking out the trash and that was kind of the man's I thought Mm -hmm. that was the man's job to lift the heavy stuff Mm -hmm. and to throw away the trash and all that stuff and so that's where the double standards come in right because I'm just thinking okay why Mm -hmm. is he not throwing up the trash like what the heck (laughs) and like (laughs) something that I can do no he does throw the trash when I ask him to um and the thing is like it it just I thought about this yesterday it was so funny because 
I, I literally stacked the trash out to the brim, but I still wouldn't take it out even though I saw it full. Like, I'm so capable. Yeah, I'm, just yeah, I'm so capable yeah. of doing it, but I, like, literally wait for him because I think that's his job, which is, of course, not something I should assume, but it, again, it was so mm. normal and instilled with me when I was younger. Yeah. yeah. Like, there was another um, thing that happened. I remember, like, me and Rita, we were, like, um, I think, like, 14 or 13. And then, like, her mom took us to this, like, this Hmong person house. And um, they were doing Jingle Bell. Well, obviously, like, I don't, even though I'm half Hmong, I don't know the whole tradition of it. Mm -hmm. But um, that's what they were doing. And um, me and Rita went down. I remember we went downstairs in the basement. There was a bunch of guys, and they looked at us really dirty because supposedly we're not supposed to be down there because it was a bunch of guys and so we went upstairs and then they're starting to eat and then we thought that we can eat because we're like oh okay i guess the elders already got their food but technically how they did it was they wanted the men to eat and and the younger men who were like younger than us mm. and i was like wow you're not gonna let like the elder people which is like the women's as well because in the lao culture it was always it was always men and women, elderly, mm -hmm. elderly men and women, and especially kids. Then it comes to us. And that's why I was just like, wow, it's just like different culture, like with the Mongol mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Same. I had a culture shock as well from that situation. Because like Cindy said, um, in Lao culture, it's usually the elders who eat first. Or not necessarily eat first, but, you know, we really respect our, <clears throat> our elders um, and take care of them first. But... Um, yeah, that was that was definitely um, a little. I don't want to say strange, but it was it was like different seeing that like even like you know the younger kids or eating before like the grandma grandpa or the grandmas. Yeah. I was like, what? Yeah, <laughs> but I but, know you know that's different cultures. Not trying to bash on different culture. I mean, I'm also part Hmong, but um, it was it was just really different to see something like that. Yeah. And um, going back to what Victoria said, growing up, I I think. I mean, all of our parents, they instilled in us that we have to do um, these chores because we are women. We have to learn how to do laundry and cook and clean um, because we're women. So that way, you know, we can take care of ourselves and also our family in the future. Right. Yeah. My mom was a big yeah. advocate of that. My mom's probably like the the tv like i don't know like the shining star of a housewife asian housewife your mom is like the she really is like the perfect <laughs> housewife but along with that um came like you know i just didn't understand as a kid too like i was just like okay like why do i have to learn to cook why is it like you know my mm. dad doing it you know I was and mm -hmm. as a kid you're genuinely curious and that's like where like I guess the back talk comes from hence our like podcast name where it was just like we genuinely were curious and questioning like okay why isn't our dad's doing certain things why is our mom doing all like mm -hmm. the house chores and all that stuff why do I need mm -hmm. to learn this like I would always like question of course it came out as back talk <laughs> and she was like you know don't you know question it just do as I say like you know you have to learn how to clean up and take care of yourself mm. because when you have a family you need to do all that stuff um and you know it was so funny like I was so like against it I was like no like women don't have to do all of that but I literally am like almost a carbon copy of her and I like <laughs> yes I, you are I, like, I do all the yeah you like cook and clean and everything yeah but I the yeah thing is, like, I realize as I got older 
she does it because she enjoys it though and I because I I realize I enjoy it like I like we're probably like um what's it called what is that like OCD about certain things like we Mm -hmm. can't like sleep if like there's dirty dishes in the sink Um, I I feel like I'm a little bit more lenient now but like she just can't Mm -hmm. you know she just can't not sleep and she needs to do everything yes I know your mom's like that before she sleeps she has to make sure everything is spotless yeah like I, I noticed that, and I was just like, "Oh, do you need to really wipe the table?" It's so late. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, her house is spotless; really it's really clean. Yeah, no, there's no, no speck of dust. There's yeah. nothing. <laughs> I know. But um, in a way, I'm actually very grateful that you know our mothers pushed on us that hey, you have to, you basically have to learn how to take care of yourself. Yeah. You know, because yeah, house chores that's that's actually pretty important. Yeah. <laughs> Keeping tidy. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I, everybody knows this, but I don't know how to cook. <laughs> okay i don't i'm not the greatest cook either but yeah like i I, like to cook that's a difference though like i i've always been curious when i was a kid like i love watching the food network growing up so um i don't know it's just it's not something like i'm sure like the thing is like you guys can cook it's just that of course your willpower and your interest is not there compared to mine (laughs) yeah i feel like Mm -hmm. i have to cook because i i'm like forced to cook like I have to feed right. myself. I don't enjoy it. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I but it's weird though. I enjoy baking than cooking food. Well see, there you go. Like it's not something that it that's something you guys can't do. It's just like if you're interested and willing to do it, you do it for yourself. Yeah. You're right. It's just something I don't wanna do at the moment. Well, not because I don't want to, but because both of my parents are yeah, chefs. That so they too. always cook yeah, they do. food. And then my my sister, my little sister Rosie, she's also a great cook. So every time I come home, like there's like a Chef nice Rita's meal. Basically, just spoiled. I'm, I'm very yeah. She's like, she has, for real though, she really has everything ready for her. Like she don't need to do anything. Like her parents, like literally, have it ready for her, which is like nice. And I, I know I need that. I know, right? <laughs> come over to y'all <laughs> always right but going back to like you know mentioning my mom she like does everything it mm. you know she now isn't just a housewife like well she came here like I don't know maybe when she was 19 so she didn't go to school or anything she didn't get an education and for all of our parents who immigrated here you mm. know most of them didn't get education some did if they had the time to but even if they um, had the time, they didn't have the money to. And so that's why a lot of our parents do kind of grueling work, you know, um, hands-on work. So my mom, she works at a nail salon um, and she, you know, works all day, but yet she can do all the house chores when she gets home. Mm-hmm. So she really is like, like a super mom. And I did not give her the credit, enough credit growing up. Um, as I see her now. Mm-hmm. So it's just, you know, I wanted to sh- like let others know, like these Asian women, they work so hard to provide mm-hmm. for their family and yet mm-hmm. still like doing their job, like quote unquote job um, as their gender role being the woman in the mm-hmm. household. So they, they take on a lot, not saying that men don't. And I, men do have like that stereotype on them too, that it's not something that they 
quite really want either like being like the macho man and all that stuff like they have like like there are men asian men who have emotions of course and feelings like every other human but it's like frowned Mm -hmm. upon if they express it yeah that's right but also like going back what you said about like um your dad doing all like the men stuff like even for myself like growing up um like I can also say so for my brother, but the main thing was I had two younger siblings who were, like, super younger than me. Mm-hmm. Like, we cook and, like, we do things for events or we do, like, gatherings. Like, they don't have to lift anything because they're mm-hmm. the babies and mm-hmm. they're, they're, they're girls, just letting you guys know. And, like, I don't know. I think that's just what bugs me. I'm like, even though they're so young, like, you, you should teach them because you taught us. Like, right. I'm saying to our parents. I'm like, you need to teach them how to, like, also help, too. But they don't because they're the babies and we shouldn't bother them. Well, that then becomes our job, though, right? As the yeah, older. Because, like, they think about, our... all of a sudden, we're, like, past the torch of motherhood being the yeah. older ones. And then it's our but job now to I feel like them. even though it's, like, our job, it's, like, always the parents who backs them up. Be like, why are you being mean to them? Why are you doing this I know. That was my mom, too, with me. Because I, I would... I would definitely mother my sister Gina and my mom yeah. would be like, why are you so mean to her? And I'm just thinking like, <laughs> I'm the one giving her discipline. What are you talking see? about? See, that's the thing. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. And in my family, I'd say it's a little different. I'd say like my younger sisters, they, I feel like they work harder than me, to be honest. Like they work so hard, especially when it comes to like working at the restaurant and helping my parents. Mm-hmm. I definitely see like my brother, he has a little bit easier but I mean he still works a lot for high school I mean, kids he's like he's so. the golden child because he's a boy and yeah, he's, he's the young, youngest he's the only yeah, boy he, and the youngest yeah he, he kind of gets away with a little yeah. bit like mm-hmm. I mean homeboy didn't do his homework <laughs> for a year <laughs> he, did it. he did it I remember yeah I remember. that was like Gina too though it's funny well, that was when she was a lot younger she was in the fourth grade she like we didn't like she hid from us that she didn't like have homework or something like she literally mm-hmm. kept all her homework in her backpack and <gasps> I remember her like this is going off topic but I remember her, uh-huh. her it was so funny like the the teacher called us saying that she wasn't going to pass the fourth grade because she didn't turn any of her homework and so we were like literally scrambling and found all her homework in her backpack and she did all her homework within like that week before like I think school ended or something I don't oh know my god. oh my god all her homework but she still had to repeat the fourth grade <laughs> Oh, is that oh, the grade no. she had to repeat? Yeah, that's why. Oh. oh, I'm sorry. I'm like adding Gina now, but yeah, it's she had okay, to repeat Gina. a grade. You did it. You it's, passed. Yeah, she's, she's you doing graduated well now. high school. She, yeah, she's smart and she does well, and she knows like, um, she's very creative. Um, yeah, yeah, just, yeah. She is. I just feel like during the age elementary. Yeah, they don't want to do anything <laughs> because yeah, I don't even yeah, know that's how true. I passed. To be I, honest, like my little sister, she she Same. was like she was kind of similar to Gina too, like. She hates spelling. Like, she hates it so much that she'll, like, she'll just fail it and then she won't do her homework either. And I'm just like, dang, how did this girl even pass? <laughs> like, I, dude, she passed the grade even though, like, they were okay that she, like, does her homework and everything. But I'm surprised Gina had to repeat. Yeah, yeah. Even though she did it. I know. I guess they just, I don't know. I don't know why she had her. Well, I know why she she didn't do her homework, but yeah. <laughs> I guess it like you know it's kind of too late. Like she's doing homework all the way from like the like the first homework of the semester, and she's doing it like literally the last semester. So oh, dead. Yeah, 
but sorry going up we're off topic but circling back being last week um woman international women's day um i know we're kind of late on it but i really wanted to talk Mm. about it um and wanted to shed some light too Uh, we're 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 recording this um a few days after hearing about the terrible news that happened in atlanta Mm -hmm. of the asian women who were unfortunately shot and killed was oh i'm sorry was it it was only one survivor in all of them who passed away, right? There was eight um, total? There was eight totals. We know that six Asian women are dead. They died. Yeah, six. Um, I'm not quite sure about the two. I didn't hear too much about it. Um, but yeah, we wanted to shed some light and just talk about, you know, how upsetting it is really to see that. Well, the one thing that really, really ticked me was... I'm pretty sure everyone saw it. Everyone saw it, and it's it's very viral because what the sheriff said, saying, like, oh, he had a bad day. Mm-hmm. What I'm trying to say is, like, oh, so it's okay. So if you have a bad day, it's okay to do this, honestly. Exactly. And saying that he exactly. saying, blaming it on that he has a sexual addiction, like, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. It seems like, no offense, it seems like, should, should I just say it? <laughs> okay yeah it seems like it. it's just it seems like white people are just like protecting their own kind and they just don't realize what's going on around the world it's like white supremacy i'll say that yeah it, it is and, white supremacy. yeah though. and it does makes me upset because mm-hmm. i'm just like oh if someone else does it like diff- like other color like um black asian or um middle eastern like i don't know like any other race like i'm pretty sure that they'll do something about it i think that's just what bothers mm-hmm. me and also I found out, like, one of the survivor of the victim, um, she stated that, well, I don't know if this is what she said, but I'm not going to quote it, but I'll just say this. Um, she said something like, he came into this, um, the spa, mm-hmm. and then he was like, I'm going to kill you Asian people or something like that. And then, exactly so, like, you can't back that up saying that he has a sexual addiction. Yeah. Like, I, I don't understand. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they're trying to pass it off as it not being a hate crime and i don't understand that either because it is pretty obvious it's a hate yeah. crime they're just trying to make it seem more like psychological yes. or that he's yeah. mentally ill but it's devastating and a lot of the cops it, it seems in a way that they're victimizing um yeah the the murderer because like they're trying to like sympathize with him almost when i was like watching the interview i'm like like cities i'm like what like he's having a bad day you don't have a damn fucking- oh, sorry, <laughs> it's okay language. you don't have you, you don't have a bad day podcast. and just start shooting <laughs> okay <laughs> but yeah like that does not excuse the fact that he killed you know eight people it's it devastating yeah. it is just basically call it what it is it it was a white man who was you know targeting these asian women because why else like would you go into an asian spa and then you know it's just again call it what it is like you said cindy it is them pacifying it um Mm -hmm. trying to back up one another because they don't want to make it seem like you know and i'm not saying all of course white people are you know bad and all this but it is the fact that people like them who try to you know somehow normalize and trying to like again sympathize for this guy and it's just Mm -hmm. like hello did you not realize that he killed eight lives those eight women 
had probably family, children, and they already were grueling jobs, like, you know, at a spa, like, hands-on work, and they're already, like, so tired and trying to make a living here in America Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. all of a sudden it's just taken away from them. Like, they don't realize that, yes, Asian people, they might be, like, the quote-unquote model minority whatever that you know whatever you want to call us but we like don't take away the fact that we work very hard for our family and these women they work very hard and for it to just you know be gotten like that they didn't deserve that you know no matter what their character was they didn't deserve it yeah that's just like the sad thing for them to come to America working from the ground up for their family right and like working at a salon it is hard like every job is hard you know and honestly mm-hmm. it doesn't even matter i feel like it doesn't matter if like their race and their color no matter what they're still humans oh yeah and it's a life it's a life like imagine like what what if this white man killed his family like how would he feel about it like honestly i don't know but what if like someone killed his family i met like i don't know i just feel mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. i feel like the crazy thing is that the whole government and everything, all the court system, the law system, and all of it, like, like, actually, like, I like watching, um, like, law stuff or, like, criminal stuff in Korea, and, like, I guess it's comparable to America, because, um, I know in South Korea, they said that, um, if you say that it was a mental illness, then they could shorten your life sentence, and I guess that's how America is, right, guys? I don't know. I, I couldn't that, tell you. Maybe, but I'm not yeah. quite sure. But I don't know, but I know South Korea is like that. Because if you say you have a mental illness and they, they know you kind of did through, like, doctors and stuff, then you could shorten your life sentence, which is kind of messed up. And so I'm assuming, like, maybe America is like that because I think they're trying to – I don't know what they're trying to – I don't even know if he got sentenced for anything. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I didn't read too much about what he did. What I, he was sentenced I, I, for. I, he did get sentenced for murder, but th- there's still a debate on whether it was a hate crime. Oh, or that, okay. Mm-hmm. But I, yeah. but I don't know. We're, they're still looking it's, into it. It's it is really, really sad. sad. And just like circling back, I know we keep going off topic, but this is really something that does need to be, you know, talked about and shed light mm-hmm. on. And so to those who are listening, who I guess are Asian, just, you know, just know that you know, it's a time where we need to all stick together and be there for one another. Mm-hmm. And to those who are listening who are not Asian, this is, you know, what you can do is honestly just reach out to your Asian friends who, you know, are possibly, you know, feeling scared or hurt. Um, mm-hmm. Ask them, you know, what their experience is like. Because even, like, all of our experience are sound sound very similar of all the recent remarks that we get growing up it's still like different from each city state and all that stuff so i mean honestly the best thing to do at this time is just to spread awareness but also just mm-hmm. reach out to um, a friend or acquaintance or a coworker, just asking them if they're okay i think that's the best thing that you could do for yeah we just all need to get together get like Hold hands, be together, um, spread hands. Yeah, hold hands. We all need to hold mm-hmm. hands and be together, honestly. Well, it's COVID. No, don't hold hands right now. But okay. <laughs> Just to see hands, okay? But, yeah. Well, well, let's circle back to the gender roles because I do want to talk about, like, what do you – do you guys have, like, a specific, like, moment that you, like, I guess – not moment, but I guess, like, um, memory that you had that you realize, okay – 
like there are gender roles like for me and compared to a guy yeah I think mine's like similar to you because mine was always like that too because it was always like us girls because there's like um there's nine of us but I grew up with seven so like my brother is like the only one (laughs) and so it's all those girls who does everything and yeah it was the same how my brother takes out the trash and does the heavy work and um I guess yeah it's just similar to yours honestly yeah yeah, it's just we're always yeah, it's, it's yeah. It was just always you got to learn how to cook and clean. It's it. It was always like that. We were always engraved in that in our head, mm-hmm. like to cook and clean, always clean and cook. And if you don't know how to cook, like it's like a bad thing if you don't know how to cook. <laughs> but like as long as you try, you know what I mean, right? But yeah, I feel like yeah, mine's like similar to yours, honestly. Growing up, mm-hmm. yeah, I'd say mine's pretty much the same too. Like my mom telling me because I. I am a woman. I have to know how to do all these shorts yeah. and stuff. But then also, I think that in a way, I like sometimes I felt like I was seen as more vulnerable because right. I'm a woman and I have to be more careful because oh, I can't yeah, defend I myself. But like stuff like that. But I don't know. I feel like <laughs> I could to be honest. <laughs> but but yeah, there there is that stereotype that you know women are more weaker, and it's actually kind of sad that. Even in today's society, there are some jobs where women are still oh, getting yeah. paid less than men. Like, yeah, definitely. You, you think that, that that's not happening today, but it definitely is in mm-hmm. a lot of industries. And then, like, so. us Asian women being sexualized a lot, too. Like, mm-hmm. the thing is, like, like, I feel like, and again, I guess we can't really talk for men's, uh, Asian men's sake, but I know there are things that they go through that is so hard on them, you know, especially with, like, mental illness and emotions that they can't really, like, mm. you know, share. And even if they want to share, they don't really know how to. And they kind of yeah. keep to themselves. Because I know my dad, um, you know, he's, you know, he's all hard on the outside. He looks very scary, but inside he's probably like the, like the softest person in a pushover. <laughs> they just don't want to show yeah, it. Yeah, they don't want to show it. it. They were told not to show right. it. Right. And then so you, of course, we grew up mm-hmm. thinking that, you know, oh, our dad is like mean and or doesn't like us and all mm-hmm. that stuff. But really, you know, he, he holds in, like men have to hold in a lot because they're seen as like, you know, the head figure of their family, right? Like, mm-hmm. so if he mm-hmm. doesn't like if the guys don't have their shit together for their family then they're looked upon as like weak and like they can't yeah. ho- they can't you know provide for their family so it's definitely a big ego thing too and that's why asian men have this big ego that they are kind of they're not bored with but instilled with at a young age because of course the way that traditions are passed down mm-hmm. but i also yeah. want to mention like one thing like the question that you asked victoria I just thought of, I just, like, it came out of my, my brain, mm-hmm. <laughs> finally. But, um, yeah, <laughs> I know everyone can relate to this because it doesn't matter if it's, like, an Asian as well. But, um, and it, like, I know going out when it comes to me and, my, like, us sisters and my brother, like, guys get easy. Like, they can go hang out. They can go do oh, stuff. Whereas yeah. us girls, we mm-hmm. can't stay late. We can't go over people's house. We can I go over people's house, but not too long. Yeah, like... we cannot sleep over. But when it comes yeah. to, like, the, my brother, like, he can do right. it. And it's okay. I get so mad yeah. about that. Because, like, I used to yeah, want to sleep over at my friend's house when I was in elementary. My mom was like, no. And then she'd ask, do they have a brother? And I'd be like, I don't know. Maybe. No. <laughs> they do ask yeah. that. And then they'll be like, They'll be like, well, he, there's a dad. 
can you do anything? Right. And I was just like, oh my god. And, they, like, <laughs> and the thing is, like, of course they worry about the worst case scenario because they, of course, they're yeah. like, yes, they're mothers and they're just worried. But still, like, mm-hmm. it was just so, it, it'd be so annoying, right? And I just think, like, oh my mm-hmm. gosh, my cousin Jason, who's a guy, he, he, like, all my guy cousins, they to do whatever they want, but I could barely exactly. go to my it's friend's like house. Fair. Yeah, and I never understood <laughs> yeah. it until, of, of course, like, when I'm older, um, yeah, the older we go, we start now we understand right. why. Because it's true. Because again, Asian women are like women in general already seen as vulnerable, and then Asian women for some mm-hmm. reason are like a fetish and sexualized, which is really gross. But it's true, and it oh, becomes yeah. like an issue that we have to look out for. Um, and you know, when I was young, I was so naive about that, and now I see like all the weird like. Now I look back and, like, the all the weird occurrences that, like, maybe remarks that I get, it's all because, like, men had these Asian, like, fetishes. It was really odd. Yeah, you're yeah, right. I right. couldn't want. Yeah, I want to talk about that, too, because lately I've been seeing a lot on YouTube of um, these Asian Twitch mm-hmm. streamers. A lot of them are getting harassed mm-hmm. in public. So if you guys aren't familiar, Twitch is basically where people do, like, um, live recordings of themselves, like, going about mm-hmm. about their daily mm-hmm. business. And a lot of these women, they, like, would get groped, like, literally on the street. People would, like, touch them um say yeah. derogatory things mm-hmm. to them and it's really sad it's just like they like they don't have respect for them at all it's like they're seen as an item yeah. so it's it's pretty yeah. prevalent today it really is and it's and, it, and it's gross and it's you know part of unfortunately like you know being a woman that we have to watch out for these and unfortunately it's something mm-hmm. that of course we shouldn't have to deal with and but um even in like you said Rita, in today's society like we still have to watch out for these things and it's mm-hmm. sad whether you're asian or not women are still being sexualized but you know being asian women it's almost like like all we're like all of a sudden fantasized and like yeah <laughs> yeah like a fetish like, okay um but yeah i the gender roles would always get like the limitations that we could do is always annoying and then like also all Mm -hmm. of a sudden the new like the responsibilities you get is also really annoying um you know Mm -hmm. and I don't with my relationship now with me and my boyfriend I make sure that you know we're kind of we're equal on things like yes we all we both do chores it doesn't matter what chores or you know what you know what are the chores we both do it it's just like it doesn't matter if it's like him doing dishes like me doing dishes or him doing trash or whatever like we just make sure we do it all Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter like it's not assigned per role even I'm trying to get better at like you know throwing out the trash when like I see a pool (laughs) um but Mm -hmm. yeah it just be so annoyed when my mom would always say that because my mom again like you guys know she's such a stickler to like you know house chores and all that stuff and learn Mm -hmm. to do this like the other day I talked to her and you know, we're talking about like her grand, not her grandparents, my grandparents, which is her parents, and they're getting older and stuff. And then she feels like the guilt and responsibilities because my mom is like the eldest um, out of her siblings, and she has. Oh, she's older. Yeah, she yeah, is? she's the oldest. Oh, I thought she was the youngest. No, no she's the oldest, and she has wow. one sister and two younger brothers. So all of them are younger. 
um, mm-hmm. her, you know, my aunt, um, unfortunately is, um, uh, disabled. Um, so my mom takes, oh, yeah, no, it's, it's fine. It was, it's, it's, it's definitely a, another story to talk about, but like, mm-hmm. um, but basically my mom's the only capable, able woman to take care of my grandparents. So like my, um, you know, mm-hmm. uncles, you know, kind of put that upon her. So she feels like this pressure and guilt to like, kind of like, you know, and it's not that she doesn't want to take care of her parents like that. She loves them and she mm-hmm. wants to. But now that me and Gina are out of the house, mm-hmm. like, you know, she's finally, you know, ready to, you know, live her life, do her thing. Kind of, you know, she had us such a young age and taking care of us at such a young age. And now she has to, like, take on the responsibility. And my grandparents, and the thing is, she know like, she would definitely take them in a heartbeat. But, like, um, mm-hmm you know, they're capable and able. And my grandma, the reason why my mom's the way she is, because my grandma's the same way. She's a very hardworking and independent woman, too. So my grandma's still able and capable. Mm -hmm. But, you know, they want her close by. Right now, they're in separate states, just for context. But yeah, she she was Mm -hmm. just talking about that. And she kept saying, like, the, the key thing I'm trying to say is that she kept saying, like, oh, because I'm the girl. I'm the oldest. Like, I'm the girl. Like, I'm the only woman. And I was just, oh, like, Oh, she so... feels like she has to take all the responsibility. Yeah, and I was so annoyed. Yeah, and I, I was see. just, like, look, like, I know that you're the girl. But, like, they also are capable as well. But, of course, it's hard to just say that to her. She, she mm-hmm. like, hears me. But she can't fully understand it because she wants to understand. But, of course, this is what she was grown up with. This is what she needs to do. Yeah. It's what her mind is telling her. I know that's like a sad thought too. Mm-hmm. That you're you're also engraved in your mind that you you are the one who has to do mm-hmm. it. You have to do it. I don't know. Like I know mentally mm-hmm. that does drain them, but I know that in the end, like they they genuinely. Oh do yeah, because yeah, yeah. It, and then that gives them purpose too. Like my mom, she heard that her purpose is definitely to just take care of people, and that's where I kind of got it from too. Like I love to help people, mm-hmm. so she you know she loves to take care of people but I just wish that she would kind of she does try to take care of herself but she doesn't do it in the way of course how she takes care of others and I wish she would do that for herself but yeah and yeah I mean it sucks with the limitations but as we see with like the new generation coming I feel like it has diminished really I feel like it's still instilled with our generation for sure Mm -hmm. but like as we Mm -hmm. go on I feel like it's very diminished like guys um still like I feel like guys are more and more accepting how to like internalize your feelings and speak about it and you don't need to really have that masculinity mm-hmm. like yeah. um, profile. I, and, I which still is great. agree. Yeah, I feel like that mm-hmm. that comes with the younger generation. That's what there was. That's why guys are very. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I noticed that, which is a good thing. I'm I'm really happy that a lot of male like they they do speak how they feel, and I'm really happy they do because I know before like which is our parents and um also the millennials as well like. It's it's hard for them to express, but yeah, I'm really ha- I'm like happy, but then I'm like okay with this new generation. <laughs> 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 but yeah, I'd agree. I feel like it's it's really amazing now. I mean, mm-hmm. there's still of course a lot to be improved on, but there like a lot nowadays we're encouraging women to be strong and to be independent, and it's so great. I mean. 
you know, this year we've had our first uh, female yeah. vice president, which is crazy to think of. Like, it took this long to have um, a, a female vice president. In a way, we're taking baby steps. We, but yeah, isn't she right? Isn't she definitely part see that part it's Asian. changing. Right? Uh, right? A little bit? She's Asian and Black. Yeah. I think she's Asian yeah, she's and mixed. Yeah. That's, and that's really cool you know what i mean right mm-hmm. not only like um you know a woman but um you know mix uh you know women of asian descent and black descent that's mm-hmm. like that's really that's really awesome honestly that's like a really big step yeah and it's just you know all the way from like rosa parks to like now kamala harris and it's just like you know we women make like such a big difference in the world and mm-hmm. i know men do too i'm not hating on them we're just we're you know <laughs> this is like a podcast of three girls mm-hmm. so it's really hard next time we definitely should bring on a male yeah guest, we should but, and have their uh, own perspective <laughs> right Who, whoever wants to join uh, slide into the dms a little yeah whoever want to speak because you feel like you know we don't shed enough light on a certain like topic or you know as a guy or whatever let us know yeah okay? we'll be so gladly to yeah. take in a guide because it'll be nice to listen to their perspective it really it would and and i and i feel like i know some but of course not all i'm like such a person who loves to read into people so i'll read into like my guy friends and like my boyfriend but L-O-L, <laughs> but like guys i definitely can feel like yes they like to take on the masculinity role um, mm-hmm. but at the same time i can tell they're they wish they can have that break and really just be like you know what i want to be you know a baby sometimes too or i just want to like cry or share my emotions but it's like really hard for them Mm -hmm. to because you know again one they don't want to show that they're weak two they really don't know how to really understand their feelings either because they're only so used to pushing it away and that being a productive thing to push it away but yeah Mm -hmm. and I and I feel them and I think again like I talked about before the masculinity is definitely diminishing in the newer generation that they don't have the need to like feel like they need to be all like macho and all that stuff um and I think that's great and then with the girls too they know that you know they know where they stand and as far as equality like they just because they're a girl doesn't mean they have to do certain things and then they Mm -hmm. should deserve equal rights of men pay and you know job duties or whatever it may be Mm-hmm. So I think, yeah, and and as far as for us millennials, it's it's definitely a work in progress with us because I think we feel as the same as our parents because the way that they taught us, we still have that in the back of our mind, mm-hmm. that like voice of like, oh, okay, but I I, mm-hmm. I do need to do this, so like I, I should probably do this. I totally agree on that because um, I feel like now like what you said, how you what how Victoria said that friend they don't have like assigned chores like I notice now like it doesn't matter like what gender you are to do the chores or cooking like I'm really happy that either men like guys mm-hmm. and um, women and men mm-hmm. like they do all the other things not just because like oh I'm a, I'm a guy I have to do this I'm like I'm really right. happy that everyone just does it you know what I mean yeah it's just really nice now yeah. Well, my motto is is that hey, if you live in this uh, house, you also make you. it clean. Okay. You know, you are right. Saying. You are right. You're right. I feel Ex- like that's how we exactly how we are since we got and our own place now. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm just like, hey, you live here. You want it to be nice, too. So you better do your part. Um, you hear so that, yeah. Miso? You hear that, Miso? I know. Living here rent free. And, like, I've She's paid. living her life. Living What's her, her onesie? Life. Was it Sparkle? No. Oh, spoiled. 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 Miso's my dog, guys, by the way. She lives Miso's here rent free. Dog. She is a spoiled dog. We spoil her so much. She literally feels like our kid um so we give her all the attention <laughs> we do but go ahead Rita sorry <laughs> oh no it's okay um I just want to bring up that um I I feel like I was lucky and I'm very grateful I was brought up um in a household where um my father and mother yeah. it wasn't as traditional like they would also you know mm-hmm. um help each other with chores um honestly i feel like my dad your dad's please love your though. dad yeah but, but yeah they're they they've both been really hard working and like even my grandmother like our grandmother um me and cindy um Hello, she's always she's been a hustler oh my God. Like, she's, she's always has, been though. yeah working really hard so I've had a lot of strong female, um, yeah, we female oh, yeah. Um, Her role mom models is to look literally up to. The, so like, I'm, I, I'm I really grateful for that. Rita's- grandma the line down of women from like the her children they all have that hustler like mentality <laughs> they and then there's like but they all are yeah. strong women in their own way like mm-hmm. rita's mom is definitely like like of course i think my mom is a very strong woman but rita's mom i like honestly when i look at her i'm just like damn like she's a like she's a girl boss you know she's a she's a boss lady and she definitely delegates Mm -hmm. very well and she like grinds very hard um and then rita's dad i know rita's dad it's different in rita's family i know a little bit because i grew up with her and i literally like lived with her for some weeks Mm -hmm. like and her dad's definitely a sweetheart he's definitely like chivalrous to you know the to Rita's mom and kind of you know helps out what with whatever he can yeah um and I and it helps that because he knows how to cook like most Asian men not most I would say I think it's 50 50 really yeah, some. If, <laughs> yeah like if you find an Asian yeah. man who can cook and likes to cook then you're you know kind of golden <laughs> and so he cooks so I think that's just a plus because mm-hmm. You know, as you guys know from our last episode, he came on and he talked about how he became a sushi chef and all mm-hmm. that stuff. And so they own a restaurant, Patai and Sushi. So mm-hmm. I think it helps with him knowing the, like, process of cooking and, like, how much, you know, time it goes into and how tiresome it can be and dishes and all that stuff. He knows, obviously, your mom's pain being that quote-unquote job of hers that's supposed to be like her role so he knows of it since he cooks yeah yeah like my aunt which is Rita's mom she she is a hard worker she's like a second mom to me and like I do admire her work ethic and I'm, I'm really thankful that she taught me a lot especially um my uncle which is Rita's dad like he taught me a lot too and mm-hmm. it is a plus that he can cook like my biological dad, like he can only like microwave chimichangas and make oh, um freaking my dad. <laughs> noodles that take a hot. But um yeah, like I I mean I'm also thankful for my mom too, like raising 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 yeah. seven kids. Yeah, she's I very well how you do it. And I'm so proud of her that like she bought a mm-hmm. house like on her own 
Mm-hmm. I guess with the help of stepdad, but on her own. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, I'm like, I do admire her. Mm-hmm. There's some things, yeah, but other than that, I do admire her hardworking. And like, if I had seven kids, I don't even know if I can do it. Like being a single, uh-uh. being a single if you mother. Were my kids, Cindy, I'd be like, same. oh, you better go do it. <laughs> oh, you're but no, seriously, though, seven kids—that's a lot. Just going yeah. off, like my dad. I remember yeah. he like so my mom would work in during the day and she'd come home at night. Um, so he, my dad would be home during the day. Right. And he didn't know how to cook. He, but he did work at a pizza place, but as like a delivery guy, not as like a pizza guy. Yeah. When he was, wait, when you were young, not when I was young, (laughs) he was, he worked at a pizza place when he was 18. And so he didn't, he basically made like this tortilla pizza Uh with like, Mexican cheese and like pasta sauce, and I thought it was like the best thing ever. <laughs> and, really? Yeah, yeah, That's I, funny. Gourmet. And he, one time he made cheesy broccoli by just putting cheese on top of broccoli, and I thought that was like the most like fascinating thing. Because my mom, <laughs> you know, my mom would only cook Asian food, so when my dad made American food, I was so shocked. Yeah. I was like, oh my god, what is this? Like this, <laughs> like. I thought it was like literally gourmet food, and I'm just uh-huh. thinking, why doesn't he cook often? I and then I literally asked him, like, why don't you ever cook if you can make this? He's like, uh-huh. well, because I can't cook, and I'm thinking, well, obviously you can, because I see you made this tortilla pizza for me. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, it was funny. I definitely question. Uh, I was, as you guys know, when I mentioned it earlier in the podcast, like I was definitely like a very talk back kid like I question everything like I needed reasoning like I bet, I bet you're that kid who says why but why yeah. but yeah. why yeah. still oh why God. you they need to go to sleep so why annoyed. yeah exactly <laughs> I would get they get so annoyed but I like needed it wasn't from again being sassy but of course I could see why looks sassy but I was like genuinely curious I'm just like why do I need to cook and clean when I'm like because I'm girl why can't I go sleep over at my friend's house why can't I go hang out? Like, why, like, do I need to go to bed this time? Like, I needed, like, a genuine logical answer. And for them, being new parents, because I'm the firstborn, mm-hmm. and being Asian American, like, it's like, they didn't have an answer. It was just kind of like, you do as I say. Like, just do it. Why are you questioning? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And so that's why they always call me the problematic mm-hmm. child. And with Gina, they just... That's yeah, kind they of did. funny. They <laughs> no, do no, no, not. They it's okay. I was I was considered like hard headed, quote unquote hard headed, because I wouldn't listen to what they said. But it was mm. because like in my mind, like I had this, you know, my own thoughts and like reasoning that I needed to hear another reasoning. It was almost like a debate thing. Like, but the thing is, like with parenting, it's like they were saying this is not up for debate. You know, you gotta do as I say. Yeah. <laughs> like, but I'm thinking it's a debate, and I'm like, well, mm-hmm. you know, I like to counter your offer and say that I go to bed at this time <laughs> because that makes sense to me. I was definitely sassy, but um, yeah. yeah, I was kind of like that in a way. But I think uh, I don't want to. Okay, you could say that we're kind of bad in a way. But whenever my <laughs> mom says, "Oh, you can't go out." Like, we do say why but in the end of the day we still do it like, like we still go out like we're, we're like rebels mm-hmm. but like you know we, we still came back home, <laughs> back home. <laughs> you know with the curfew that you told yeah. us like not to come home before midnight or like right. 11 or whatever but Rita was yeah. the yes kid though Rita would just be like, I wasn't yes, the ma'am. yes kid I was yeah. not <laughs> Rita was a yes ma'am yes okay okay like she literally would listen everything her parents and that's why my mom would compare me to Rita all the time like look at Rita she always listens to her parents 
Okay, she says that. Like, it's kind of funny. Yeah, like Victoria mentions a lot, we we did grow up together. So it was actually the opposite. Like, my mom would always compare me to Victoria all the time. She's like, why aren't you more like Victoria? Why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? Yeah, I'm I like, know. It's so funny. And this is, could be another um, episode we talk about, but me and Rita were compared so much because we're the same age. We grew up together. Yeah. Our parents mm-hmm. are friends. But this, it's what's funny is that we never took it as a competition with each other though like we loved each other so dearly as best friends we didn't yeah. care about the comparisons mm-hmm. even though it hurt us like some people would mm-hmm. like you know would take those comparison and like kind of make a competition with each other and make it like hurtful but we never made it like like put it in our friendship we never put it in our friendship and mm-hmm. we were just you know we kind of ignored it yeah. we were just like <laughs> Well, well, yeah. Like, yeah, we're we like, oh, well, whatever. Like, oh, my mom, like, said this. Like, uh, like they said, I should be more like you. Or we didn't really talk about too much either, quite honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we talked about, like, a yeah, little bit. But we like never, like, brought second. it up. Because it wasn't something that we felt, like, of course, one, comfortable. But two, it's just, like, no one wants to be compared. So we never talked about it. It was such a negative thing. But, yeah. But girl, girls definitely get compared a lot, yeah. though to other like girls within like I don't know communities because it's just like oh they need to be upholding some certain standards and guys they do too but they never get that much Mm -hmm. like like why aren't you doing this why aren't you doing that and maybe they do but you know again I only grew up with like you know with a sister and so I don't Mm -hmm. know how the guys got it yeah yeah I don't know how the guys got it either Help us out. Um, any guy listening would <laughs> yeah. like to join you our podcast as a guest. You can definitely do another one with a guy's um, point of view. For sure. I don't want to say, like, <laughs> you know, this is not to bash you guys or anything. This is just definitely something that we uh, can't talk about because we yeah, don't know. And we can yeah, only see like, from other, you know, yeah. from our view. It's just like we just can't really relate to it because we have our, like, mm-hmm. women, our own woman point of view of how we feel. Mm-hmm right yeah exactly. it's just I think it'd just be really interesting hearing from a guy because it might be different what we might think of about them what we assume but mm-hmm. I don't know yeah it is but it had to be a guy who definitely knows like like they're they, they're very in tune with their thoughts and emotion because You're whenever right. I asked like <laughs> my guy friends or Daniel it's literally just like straight one word answer they're like, the same yeah. thing right they're just like yeah, yeah no Sure. Yeah. yeah my, <laughs> I know my my boy my boyfriend's the same. Like he does, he just says yes or no. That's it. There's like no conversation. <laughs> I was just like, okay. I was like, I was like, you don't have a feeling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Same. <laughs> yeah. I find like guys are a lot. Uh, of course, not everybody, but a lot of the guys I talk to, um, and especially my boyfriend. Yeah, they do. They, they, they do seem that. to like let things go like really easily. I that. They're I very carefree, that. which I kind of envy in a way. Mm-hmm. They don't really hold grudges. Yeah, I they need to do that like, too. <laughs> I don't know who said it. Like, was it Daniel who said it? I don't know. It was just kind of like it's not that they don't care. They kind of just don't let it get to them. It's kind of like you know, it's better to not yes. put yourself in that like situation. It's better not to think about it too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just the way you said it. Yeah, because like it just it. Mm-hmm. it in you know it helps them in a way because it doesn't hurt them then if they don't think about it too much and mm-hmm. you know it doesn't complicate things and I'm just thinking but like don't you want to know or like I know, I'm the same <laughs> I always ask that question too like, does it bother you does it bother you does it bother you <laughs> yeah and I 
I'd say gossip. Like, I don't want to bring up something negative, but yeah, like a lot of women in the oh, Asian community. Uh, oh, yeah, that's all gossip. Gossip. Yeah. I remember before I remember you told me, like, when you were in church, your Korean church, Oh you yeah. You told me, like, all the entrepreneurs talk. I was like, really? Oh, I was yeah. Like, wow. I, I didn't realize how harsh it was. Yeah, I think that's any Asian community, though. It was just, yeah, it's like a lot but, of like. Yeah, for sure. Um, it's just so, uh, I don't know. No, it's, it, no, it's like that, though. And then, like, you know, we do it too, it's like subtly, I feel yeah, like. We do. We, like, <laughs> we definitely, we definitely do. And yeah, we because, do. Like, I admit it. <laughs> we as women are just more like, we think things a little bit too much like through like we over like think things and so we kind of be like oh so what do you think mm-hmm. what is your perspective like oh did you hear this and then the guys is just yeah. like uh like that sounds complicated i'm just gonna do my thing yeah that's yeah that's why they're not really into yeah they're like it it's not my business it doesn't really come at them in a way right <laughs> but yeah i just feel like mm-hmm. now i feel like we should look at gossiping as like I feel like it should kind of be toned down in a way. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I mean, I feel like it's definitely <laughs> um, yeah gotten better over the years because now we're yeah I agree. We, I feel like us women are trying to learn to stick together more and you know not to mm-hmm. knock each other's crowns down, but you know help fix mm-hmm. it. You know that quote, but um, we're definitely you know trying to uplift one another, which is great, but. Yeah, but I want to wrap this up because I know we definitely talked a lot about a lot of things, Mm -hmm. but let us know again your thoughts, comments, and please share, um, you know, our podcast, especially with everything going on. Um, We want to just shed light of the situation that's been going on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I wanted to mention one thing, the incident that happened today. With the, you know, have you saw the um the old grandma the seventy five year old? Oh, yeah, that didn't happen the, today. Yeah. That didn't happen like was it today? It was yesterday, I think. It was yesterday. Yeah, it was today. No, I saw it yesterday. Okay, yesterday. Mm. It was it was with the it was even, a white man. Maybe a couple. Was of it days a white man? Yeah, like he was. I don't know the whole story, but basically, I guess he was picking on this elderly yeah. woman, and she she beat him though. She beat him with a stick. <laughs> she beat, she did. She beat. But you know what's so sad? He. Well, yeah, like the whole thing is sad, but she, he also punched her on her eye too. Oh yeah, yeah, she has a black and, eye. But mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, but you know what? <gasps> I'm gonna, what I'm thankful for oh is that God. I'm really happy she's safe, and I'm like at least it wasn't anything worse. I understand, I understand mm-hmm. that punching is bad too, but at least she didn't get stabbed or anything, and I'm really happy she protected oh, herself. Yeah. They better watch yeah. out because we're, they're I very know. yeah. Old people, old people come at you, mm-hmm. man. They're resilient. <laughs> they came. Look, they already battled in their country and they came to America. People's words don't hurt them. But when you get physical, they will fight mm-hmm. because, will. yeah, a hello. If they hit us, can you imagine how much they hurt you? Like, <laughs> you know, you have a point. You're right. <laughs> right, exactly. Like, you better watch out. I know, but I'm really thankful that she's safe. And I honestly hope that he does get mm-hmm. sentenced or not sentenced. I hope that, like, what do you call it? Is a sentence? Whatever punishment, yeah, punishment or whatever punishment? he has. I hope, I but I don't know. I mm-hmm. I was listening to like what well, like their own opinion, and they said that they feel like the white man might turn it around and do something, and saying that it's the Asian grandma's like blaming on the Asian grandma or something like that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I don't That's know. So I'm saying don't start stuff. He he obviously because a lot of things, a lot of the crimes that are happening, yeah, yeah. they're unprovoked. So they're just minding right. their own business, exactly. and people are starting it. So he, he better did. get punished. Yeah, he already did. I mean, he <laughs> he didn't get punished on the stretcher. Yeah. He should be he should be laughing, but it was, it was on the he was on the stretcher. Well, I mean, I hope oh he gets God. like lawfully punished. Yeah, for he already sure. got physically punished, and he already got his ego yeah, like punished. But like you know, it's like again, like definitely share and just you know be there for our asian community watch out for Mm -hmm. our elders especially like us Mm -hmm. the younger generations we're yes like words hurt this and that but honestly we're very concerned just more of our elders we just don't want them to be hurt because they really have nothing to do with this like don't hurt them Mm -hmm. yeah um just spread awareness and um also like even though like it's also elders i i would say so for ourselves like oh like be careful for yourself like any age yeah. honestly mm-hmm. any age just be careful when you go out there yeah. and um try not to go alone if you're a girl well women and male like if you're alone like always bring someone with you because as of right now mm-hmm. i feel like it is getting pretty bad which is kind of scary and um just Please like and share. Yes, and please. um we're Ray we'll be like happy to listen like your voice messages yes, <laughs> or like comments as well. Yeah, but leave thanks, voice guys. messages and we'll do shout outs on here. But thank you for so much Definitely. for like all the love and support you've already shown us to our friends and family who've shown it to us. Well, thank Here's you like for it. listening. Thank you so much. Um I know we were jumping all around the place yeah, with, like okay. so we many side do. stories. And I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Yeah. Thank you. Bye. Bye.